0: Put on your green mullets, everyone. This week on Cartoon Dumpster Dive, we cover the cartoon Captain Planet and the Planeteers. The power is
1: yours.
0: Joel I learned a lot this week.
1: Yeah Andrew what like what kind of stuff did you learn?
0: I learned a lot about the environment and how do you know the planet is is dying?
1: That's what they keep telling me Andrew
0: It's been dying since 1990 and not a moment soon Well
1: isn't isn't every planet slowly <laughs> dying?
0: I don't know. I've never, I've only been to this one.
1: I mean, I, what they say suns are slowly dying out, like.
0: Those aren't planets, those are stars. I know,
1: but that would, you would assume that planets will have a, like, life shelf as well.
0: That's true. I mean, people think that Mars is just a post-apocalyptic planet that used to have life on it. Oh, aliens. Do you think Captain Planet cares about cares about other planets because he's not captain earth he's captain planet
1: maybe maybe Captain. and
0: other planets have earth wind water fire and
1: heart maybe captain planet is like john johns maybe he's the last martian and is coming to earth to warn us of what happened to his planet
0: Hmm. Well, then why does he have such a good relationship with Gaia, the mother of the Earth?
1: Because isn't Gaia just Mother Nature?
0: Uh, Yeah, she's the, I mean, he, more or less. If you whittle it down, she's the. She's Mother Earth. Think about but it. But it's also like Mors, the goddess of Earth. Yeah,
1: like Mars his planet was devastated thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. He met Mother Earth. They, you know, they bonded. They clicked hung out, had some tea, whatever it is. Maybe yeah. that's why. I don't know.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. But this week, so the one main thing that I really learned about this entire series is the the song that everyone knows from Captain Planet. That's the outro. I, isn't
1: that wild? I Yeah, I that's
0: the outro. And I was like, what? Until this day. That's the outro for, and we'll get into this, but... From both studios, until this day,
1: I would have said that that I thought that was the the opening.
0: I have thought that was the opening my entire fucking life. So, here is what I wanted to ask you: So, when we go to review that theme song, do you a want to do the opening of both studios, which is Deke Entertainment and Hanna Barbera, or do you just want to review the outro, or do you just want to do them all?
1: Hmm, that's a good question, Andrew. Uh let let's let's do the deke, and okay. then the outro. Let's do that first, and then maybe at the end of the okay. episode, maybe we'll just throw in the uh, Hanna-Barbera intro. Okay,
0: okay, Perfect. because right. we're we're here. Let's let's listen. yeah, we're here to talk about ourselves. Listen,
1: the Planeteers, Captain Planet, and the Planeteers. Yeah, here we go. Our world is in peril. Gaia, the spirit of the Earth, can no longer stand the terrible destruction plaguing our planet. She sends five magic rings to five special young people. From Africa,
0: with the power of Earth. From North America, with the power of fire. From the Soviet Union, with the power of wind. From Asia, Yi with the power of water. And from South America, Mati with the power of heart.
1: When the five powers combine, they summon Earth's greatest champion, Captain Planet. It's a... It's a solid animated intro
0: yeah it really is it's, just, it's uh i mean you got lavar burton who versus Kwame. yep he's he's doing is. the narration oh
1: Fire! wind water Hot! Go! Planet! by your powers combined i am captain planet captain Okay, I don't think there is. I, I feel like there is not someone in our age range that does not know this. No,
0: not in in its entirety. It it There's is no way.
1: It is crazy to think that that is the outro.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, the intro. I thought for years that was the intro. I did
1: too. The okay, so let, let's the intro. Animated beautifully, it's surprising yeah. that it's from Deke.
0: I think the creators of this property, they had a lot of say in... They had a lot of say in the production of Captain Planet, yep. and and we'll get into it. They had a lot of say in the merchandise, because this is... So this is a very rare edutainment cartoon but also it's a reagan show because it has because you're not gonna you're not gonna make merchant like you're gonna make merchandise off of this
1: yeah clearly it's
0: a superhero show you
1: gotta make money it's so it's so strange because i'm kind of i would put an asterisk beside the reagan episode because
0: that's what i mean it's it's like it is but it is because
1: the goal wasn't to sell merchandise. It was just... No, it was
0: to... It was to have children be aware... Really? ...about the ramifications. Like, not even, like, just be aware of pollution and be environmentally conscious. But, That's it. But
1: they they knew that to get kids more involved in Captain Planet, kids are going to want to play with toys and things like that. Mm-hmm. It was... You know, it was still a a way for them to educate children about, you know, pollution and things like that and kind of raise money, but not for the sole purpose of raising money. So it's like kind of. Yeah, it
0: wasn't to line their pockets like this wasn't a show to line a producer or a production company's pockets. It was a means to an end for environmental awareness
1: yep and honestly i'll go and tell you this uh d, d had some money in this oh yeah and it wasn't this is
0: this is like uh this is around the heyday it w- for sure well,
1: it wasn't just their money andrew that they had they had big oh, okay. they had big money funding who this else project. we talking uh just a little, little man named Ted Turner. You ever heard of him?
0: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Owner of everything, Ted Turner. Basically
1: uh, owns all of Atlanta, Ted Turner.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what's, it's still crazy to me that Cartoon Network exists because Ted Turner bought, just he just. He had no idea what he bought. He bought all of Hanna Barbera cartoons and just was like, I'll just put these on a fucking network because I own everything. Like that's that's it. Your childhood exists because some rich dickhead bought all of Hanna Barbera and just had the the power to put it all on TV. And then that made money, and then he was able to just make more stuff.
1: So I, I I like to think about this. Have you ever watched the so show on HBO, Secession? Yeah. Basically, Ted Toner, That's Logan.
0: Pro, probably. Oh, so, yeah. I don't know anybody's name. Pro, I I guess I lied to you. I didn't. I've never watched Secession. I've
1: heard about I've it. I've
0: seen trailers when I was watching other stuff on on Max.
1: Like it is just here. It's good. Tetono is just rich, cause you. I yeah. mean, you just mentioned he bought Hanna-Barbera, Basically, started Cartoon Network, which is probably one of the most recognizable. Like for fun, <laughs> he what well, he owns the Atlanta Braves. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Dude, Tetono is just so filthy rich. Atlanta Braves, uh, Time Warner. I mean, it's just CNN.
0: The list goes on. Dude,
1: it's it's crazy. Ted Tono shows a the, a rich, rich.
0: There's a dude. joke about it in one of the episodes of Aqua Teen Hunger Force where a time traveler named Time Warner yep. comes and he's just like, I own that. I own that too. I own that and I own that.
1: Well, you remember the joke in Futurama, The Lost City of Atlanta? Yeah. Well, they talk about Ted Tono got so tired of like, uh, pollution because Ted Turner, That's the thing. Ted Turner is a big like advocate about like pollution and stuff like that. He's like a big okay. like a what what's that activist when it came to like pollution, um, and really teaching people about this. But Futurama had that joke okay. that he basically got somehow uplifted all of Atlanta to, to put it in the Oh, ocean. yeah,
0: he was, um...
1: Him and Joe Fox wore the... I think
0: it was about, like, tourism or something. Is that why Robot Chicken had that one sketch where Ted Turner dresses up as Captain Planet and starts murdering yes. a bunch of people? Yes. I did not know he was an environmental
1: activist. Oh, Ted Tur- yeah. So, and that, that's kind of how this show came about, was, all right, so let me just kind of tell you the players at hand and then we'll okay. talk a little bit about this. So this series, this cartoon, was created by Ted Turner and Barbara Powell, okay? Or okay. oh, Plow, sorry. Um it was developed by Barbara uh Nicholas I think it's
0: Barbara Pyle.
1: Pyle, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah Barbara Powell. I don't know. Powell. I, that's just a tough name <laughs> I've for never me gotten the
0: last name right on this fucking show ever. Don't worry. So, you got to apologize to me.
1: So the ideas were created by Ted Turner and Barbara. It was developed by Barbara, uh, Nicholas Boxer, uh, Thorne Beers, Andy Haywood, good old Andy Haywood. Andy uh, Hayward, Robbie London, Bob Ford, and Cassandra Schaeffis. I probably butcher that name. Um, total of six seasons, a hundred and thirteen episodes. Aired nice September fifteenth, nineteen ninety, ran until May eleventh, nineteen ninety-six. And of course, okay. Cartoon Network showed reruns, what felt like forever, on them. Yeah. So now we know the players. How mm-hmm. this thing got started is actually thanks to good old Jimmy Carter, Andrew.
0: Ah. Yes. Okay. The peanut farmer himself. The hey, pe- Jimmy Carter's a good president. The
1: 39th president of these United States of America. So before Jimmy Carter left office, he commissioned a task force to come up with something that was called the global 2000 report to the president. This was basically a, a task force he created to kind of project by in 20 years, because this, this article or these documents were released in 1980, but basically it warned that the world population growth would have dramatic consequences by the year 2000 if no changes were to happen. And it kind of started with like public policies like, hey, we need policies okay. in place to combat these changes or it's they, they referenced it as the doomsday report. Because by 2000, all these things were going to happen and cause, like, horrible problems for the entire world if things did not change. Okay? Okay. This report, Barbara read this report, was so moved by it, was so... I guess her eyes were open at that point that she actually started becoming an activist. Um okay. And she actually started doing a lot of like media stuff. So she actually started doing documentaries, things like this to the point where she became a, like a big player in governments and all these, I guess, bigger circles as being someone who was like an activist of change, trying to protect the planet and everything else. Okay? Okay. Into Tetono. Tetono also wanted to protect the planet and he was like, "You know what? Get that lady Barbara in here." Barbara Barbara came in and he was just like he wanted her to make something that would be recognizable like just something to kind of teach the next generations the okay. the torments of polluting. Mm-hmm. I actually read a uh, interview where Barbara said that she walks in. Ted Turner basically just tells her that, it, like, the name is Captain Planet. Now it's yours. Go with it. He said, look here, sugar tits. And he... You he, are the characters. And he basically... Captain Planet. He just left. He was just like, it's Captain Planet. <laughs> now it's yours. Run with it. And just walks out. Wow.
0: That's... I mean... Somebody handed me a pile of money and told me the name of my creation and just walked the fuck out. I'd... <laughs> I'd... Okay.
1: But then... So really, Barbara from Dale... And like, you know, I I read some more article or more, uh, interviews where Barbara said that like at one point Ted said that he didn't want to take a, he didn't want to find like a cartoon producer and turn them activists. He wanted to find an activist turn producer to make the show. Okay. So it would, that's not a bad idea. So it would actually make more of an impact. So she really, Uh you know, she, started collecting the team together, all those different developers that I talked about to come up with an idea, a show that would teach kids the future generations about the harm of pollution, um, and how to take care of the planet, but also with a focus of teaching their parents as well. So it wasn't just for the kids, it was also supposed to teach, you know, the older generation about right. this. Um, okay. I did. I read one interview with Barbara where she was asked, um, or she, she made the comment that people always came up to her and said, how on earth did you make all this stuff up? And her reply is, well, we didn't make it up. Each, of the episodes were based off of like what was really going on in the ward in different cultures at that time.
0: Even the planeteers are based off of real people. They are more or less. Yeah.
1: She, she actually knew because she was a big activist at this time. She knew other kind of non-activists and she based these yeah. characters off of these real life people. Um,
0: so like, the character of Gi was inspired by Malaysian environmentalist activist Che Yoke Ling. Uh, Mai Tai was inspired by Pauline Hu Pakikan. I, yep. I butchered that. I apologize. Wheeler was said to be Pyle's uh, father because he was the least environmentally aware. Yep. Uh, Kami was inspired by survivors of the Rhodesian Bush War and um yeah that's basically it. Yep. And um one,
1: one one last thing I wanted to say before I, you know before we talk about the voice actors because yeah.
0: oh, we we'll, we'll get into it. It's
1: it. it's crazy. Um one thing I thought was interesting was they actually said be, because they realized that like big corporations that in this cartoon it was going to show a lot of like big corporations being the enemy and stuff like that they okay. they wanted to be very conscious of they they didn't want kids to feel like their parents were villains like captain planet villains so they actually right. said that they had to make these villains almost, you know, ridiculous, like larger than yeah. life. So kids yeah. didn't start thinking that their parents were evil villains, which yeah. I, I thought I, I, feel, yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. I'm like, I get it.
0: Yeah. So you, you don't nice. want your. But then you learned later that the villains of Captain Planet and Baby Boomers. They're pretty similar.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> who, who? I guess, according to Captain Planet and according to people, think about it, we're always blaming the generations before us for screwing up the the Earth, basically.
0: L- look, so. I get, well, our generation got blamed for taking out Applebee's. You know what? I'm throwing the fucking shade, okay? You don't remember that article? I do know. Where we... Our generation ruined the diamond industry, going to the movies, uh, sit-down restaurants, and a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, fuck boomers.
1: Oh, about how millennials... I wish I could ruin
0: more things that they love.
1: I I remember the one saying that we ruin Hooters, which I'm okay with.
0: I think Hooters ruined ruined Hooters by not making good food and focusing too much... You can't focus. Look, even strip clubs have good breakfast. So you can't, you gotta, you gotta have good food. That's just, that's the law of the land. Uh, before we get, before we get into the voice cast, because this kind of, uh, leads to it. So in 1993, Captain Planet does switch to a new production company yep. for the Ted Turner's own Hanna Barbera. Yep. And it was on the Sunday morning front block of TV along with SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron, which is a show we did cover and two stupid dogs. Uh, one thing that there are a few changes, not many from this, from the Hanna Barbera season to this one. One, uh, the synth rock soundtrack that Deke used was replaced with a number of orchestral pieces. Um, the intro narration is now intro um done by david corbin who voices Cap, uh captain planet rather than lavar burton yep. and in the final season um the the uh it was replaced with a rap by fred schneider of the b52s
1: love shack baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so um the voice cast for us, so th- we're kind of doing something a little different this time around. So I'm not doing anybody's extra work because the first seasons on Deke's production, they had celebrities voice them. So we're going to go through like everything. Yeah. So we're, we are basically going to learn who voiced it. In season one through three, which is Deke, and then four through six, which is Hanna-Barbera. So the voice cast of Captain Planet and the Planeteers, and the new adventures of Captain Planet, I guess. Gaia was voiced by Whoopi Goldberg, and then Margaret Kidder. Captain Planet has always been voiced by David Coburn. Nope. What really? Who voiced him first?
1: There was six episodes recorded with Tom Cruise as Captain Planet.
0: No. Yes. But I did not see that anywhere. This
1: is what's crazy. Tom Cruise recorded six episodes as Captain Planet for the Deke version, but then he bailed and they re-recorded it with that that guy.
0: Ah dear okay. Well damn There's your little tidbit. There you go. So, uh, Kwame, voiced by LeVar Burton. Wheeler, voiced by Joey Dido. Linka, voiced by Kath Sochi. Gee, voiced by Janice Quay; Uh, Maite, voiced by Scott Menville. And his pet spider monkey, Suchi, is voiced by Frank Welker. Now, here's where we get into the celebrities. (sighs) So Hoggish Greedley is only voiced by Ed Eisner. Okay. The whole whole time. Yep. Whole time Ed Eisner. Uh his henchman Rigger, is voiced by John Ratzenberger, who you might know from the guy the the guy who's always in the Pixar
1: movie. Yep. Uh
0: this is the one that tripped me Cheers out the most. Cheers as
1: well. He was on Cheers.
0: Oh okay. Yep. Yeah, he was. He was uh in Cheers. Uh verminous Scum. Was originally voiced by Jeff Goldblum, and then Maurice LaMarche. Um, Doctor Barbara Babs Blight is voiced by Meg Ryan, and then by Mary Kay Bergman. Uh, Mall, which is her AI, is voiced is actually voiced by David Rappaport. Okay. In the 1991. And then from then on is voiced by Tim Curry. Uh, Luton Plunder is voiced by James Corbin. And then by Ed Gilbert. We have Sly Sludge. Voiced by Martin Sheen. And then Jim Cummings. And then finally we have Zarm. Voiced by Sting,
1: Sting,
0: and then David Warner, and then Michael McDowell.
1: So just, <laughs> just for uh, I know we've I know Dusty is probably listening to this. Dusty, we're talking uh, about the singer Sting, not the wrestling Sting.
0: Oh, this is a perfect opportunity. Uh He just sent us our trailer, so play the Flicks and Friends trailer now.
1: What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Flicks and Friends podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Paul. And I'm Sean. Join us each week as we sift through movies and discuss a variety of theme months and determine whether they're blockbusters or blockbusted.
0: Previous themes include Animation Month, 80s Horror, and Under 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, just to name a few. We have weekly guests, fan favorites, and
1: new guests happen all the time over here. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. But until next time, I'm still Dustin. And I'm still Paul. And I'm Sean. And this is the Flicks and Friends podcast.
0: I told him we'd do it. That's the perfect time. Just surprise <laughs> you guys in the middle. And also, my f- personal favorite villain, who's also voiced by David Coburn, and this will let, let us now begin to talk about the show. Uh, Captain Pollution.
1: Captain Pollution, yep.
0: So, as we all know, it's Earth, Wind. Fire, water, heart. That's what makes Captain Planet. What makes Captain Pollution?
1: (laughs) All right. What makes Captain Pollution, Andrew? Sludge, carbon dioxide.
0: Super radiation, deforestation, smog, toxic, and hate.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Another thing, Duke Nukem... Uh, His, the spelling of his name was changed briefly to avoid a copyright from the game, Duke Nukem. But then...
1: I I wasn't a fan of Duke Nukem being a villain in this show as a kid.
0: Well, I mean, he made himself a radioactive The Thing.
1: Well, I I know, but I'm talking about, like, I didn't like that they named... That character, Duke, Duke Nukem.
0: Newcomb. Oh,
1: yeah, because to me, I'm like Duke Nukem was the, the hero of the video game. What you know? He you Didn't mean his the own games? You mean the I came here to kick ass and chew yeah, bubblegum. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna rip your head off and shit down your neck.
1: <laughs> yeah, as a kid, Duke Nukem was okay. like he, the coolest. If, if, if
0: you are 11 or 12 years old, Duke Nukem is rad.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, here's the thing. I thought about this. Uh, here, here would be... If you were to think of a new Captain Planet villain in t- today's world, in the world okay. of 2024 20, now. Okay. One of do, them Do would... we
1: need to explain the plot of Captain Planet?
0: Sure, we can do that very briefly. So, Gaia... Yep the earth mother has realized that the planet is fucked more or less
1: because of pollution because of pollution.
0: So she creates five magic rings and, uh, sends them out to five youths across the world and they can use them individually. But when shit goes down, they can combine their powers and captain planet shows up, and it's, it's Power that. Rangers rules. Uh yeah. they they start with the initial rings, yeah. just like the Power Rangers fight the putties, and then Captain Planet shows up, just like Ezozoid. the monster shows up, yep. and then Captain Planet and the Planeteers have to work together. And just like in Power Rangers, the monster gets big, and they bring out the Megazord. It's the same there episode. You go. Every time.
1: It more or less. Easy except enough.
0: for like... Although Captain Planet did win some awards. Yep. But yeah, that's the initial plot. One thing that does... So, as as I was saying... Yep. There's definitely a Captain Planet villain who's misinformation. And he is a podcaster. I don't know...
1: Like this day and age? Yeah,
0: if, if there was a 2024 villain... There would He would be a podcast villain. Absolutely. Okay. And he, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to say he's based off of Alex Jones, <laughs> but I'm not not saying that there would, they call him something like, uh, be something like Havoc Wave or Pod,
1: Pod Ooh, Crashter. Wave. They they might just call it misinformation, dude.
0: There oh, it would be a lady then. It'd be a lady podcaster.
1: Yeah, or right. no,
0: it'd be a duo. So it'd be it'd be misinformation, and, and um, Mr. Mister
1: Misinforma- Mr. misinformation, Mister
0: misinformation,
1: no Miss, like M I S S, yeah, yeah, information, mm-hmm. and then you would have a. Uh, Jerry,
0: Jer- misinformation and Jerry, like <laughs> Jerry rigging. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. No, gerrymandering. That's what they call that. But it's, anyway, yeah. Because what's what's one of the biggest threats to our one of the biggest threats to our environment that nobody really ever talks about is like there are people who get on podcasts and say. That global warming's a hoax and it doesn't exist. There's definitely a villain that Captain Planet would have to deal with in the planeteers. And it so wouldn't I'm... be that it would not be that ridiculous of a concept because if you look at what the people what the villains are doing in Captain Planet, and it makes sense why they had to make them so ridiculous. They're they're just polluting to pollute. Yeah. There's no ulterior motive other than they just like, want to be evil. Like the one, the hoggish greedly literally makes a factory and all it makes is smog. Like he just burns styrofoam. <laughs> he,
1: he, he no merchandise. Yeah. There's no, <laughs> there, there's, like, yeah, they, there's no
0: product. product. He got, he, I no, his product
1: he, is smog. <laughs>
0: yeah. His products, he's a smog creator. Uh, Duke Nukem. I mean, he's literally
1: radiation
0: yeah he's literally a radioactive man Ooh so he's goes hulk? out of his way to not wear because if you look at most radioactive villains they wear like a lead suit or something unless the shit goes down and then they they use it not not duke nukem he's out in the open just fucking filling everybody with yellow cake uranium
1: andrew you basically just described the hulk
0: I did just describe the whole <laughs> He is one of the few, he's one of the few villains that can take on Captain Planet. Yeah. Most of the, most of them cannot, which I thought it, was pretty,
1: pretty Andrew, cool. I, I found it funny that you thought about what would be a modern day villain. Yeah. Because I thought who would be like modern day, like real, who would be like, the real life Planeteers and Captain Planet. Like, let's I, say if Gaia was right. real, and if she was just like, we have to put an end to climate change. Right. Sends out the ring. Who would she pick?
0: Greta Thumb- Thunberg, right? So That's
1: she is them. on. She is on there. So I, I, I did a list, Andrew. Okay. I What's okay? You so
0: you have. I had a villain. You have the heroes. Okay. Let's yeah. Hear yeah. Them.
1: So so uh, my my tie.
0: Yeah. So heart.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, would be Al he would be Al Gore.
0: He would be Al Gore.
1: He would be Al Gore. Does that okay. mean that
0: also another villain would be Man Bear Pig? Probably. Yeah.
1: There we go. Uh, uh, Kwami so would Earth. be Bono. Okay. Okay.
0: Not a very diverse list we got going on.
1: I'll just you wait. <laughs> Okay, Actually, okay. It, it's it's really not. It, it <laughs> it's not, but anyways. Um but no, what we're not talking about, this isn't we're not trying to make a woke TV show. No, I'm t- oh, yeah,
0: we're not trying to let the liberals win.
1: No, uh, no. no th- this is, is Gaia is real and she's like I got to call the earth's yeah, my activist. Yeah, I got to do okay,
0: yeah.
1: Uh so Linka <laughs> would be Greta Thunberg. Okay. Okay. So I had to think who would be her willer because linka yeah is... they, in the later
0: seasons they they form a relationship
1: exactly, and I figured it out, Leonardo DiCaprio, oh <laughs> <laughs> so, you dog. he's an activist, I, he's... yeah, no, I that's
0: not why you picked him, but yes, he no, is an it activist,
1: is. it just fits perfectly, he's the perfect one. And then what uh, oh. I I got gee right gee yeah would yeah. be the Dave Matthews Band the entire all band they
0: share a ring <laughs> they share a ring so what made you want to pick which one with the elements
1: uh there was no thought besides Willa and Linka
0: okay gotcha
1: <laughs> and you know who Captain Planet would be they would all get together and summon Captain Planet and Captain Planet would be Elon Musk.
0: But he, is Elon Musk a, like a environmental activist?
1: Andrew, he started Tesla. It, uh, for I mean, clean lithium energy. Lithium
0: mining isn't exactly good for the environment. Uh,
1: but I'm sorry, okay. he started Tesla. He's <laughs> got all these other wind form projects. He's got satellites to help people. Look, and Let's face it, he would be the real Captain Planet, the true Captain Planet because he is like the ward's richest man, so if someone could change it, maybe he could.
0: I don't think the uh by your powers combined really hits as hard with a South African accent, but yeah, like no, kind it
1: it, it really your does not,
0: combined but,
1: but that that would be. That would be my version of that's yeah. The that's real a life. pretty
0: solid lineup. Um, so now you got me thinking of what other villains would they face? So In modern day, yeah. Because there's, I mean, there's always going to be there. There would need to be a lobbyist villain, which I believe there was one. anyway,
1: oh, yeah, I think it was a. Uh... I think it was like just the dude, like, yeah, not like he wasn't anything, but just a rich dude. basically. Yeah. <laughs> What's
0: it's Jeff Bezos, big, <laughs>
1: big pharma. That would be one. Ooh, just... Yeah.
0: Big pharma. That would be one. Ooh. what would a big pharma villain look like? Would he be a doctor? The the pharma psycho
1: Fa- the pharma psycho.
0: The pharma psycho. Oh, that's it's good. just like we'll mark up the prices of. Di- He'd be that fuck. He would be the guy that who, one dude. That uh, dude. He owns. He owns the rights to diabetes. Uh, not diabetes, but the diabetes medication, the insulin shots, and he made them like eight hundred dollars. He would yes. be the pharma psycho.
1: <laughs> he would be that dude.
0: Yeah. Oh man, we could do that all day. We could yeah. think of modern Captain Planet. Stuff. So, um, like we said earlier in the episode though, this, this is like a sort of kind of Reagan show, but I wanted to bring that up because there was actually issues with the initial toy line. So when they were making the toys, originally they did them regular, you know, plastic, but, um, What did you say her name was? Barbara. Barbara Pyle. Yeah. She wanted them to be made out of recyclable materials. So they, you know, because she wanted, you got to give this woman credit. She put her money where her mouth was. She didn't, she didn't do anything that would go against the message. Because if you, if you have a show that's supposed to teach kids to be conscious of the environment, and then you abuse the environment to make these toys, then you're kind of a hypocrite. But she was like, no, they have to be recyclable, uh, made out of reusable material. That way we're not a bunch of fucking jackasses. Like, you know, you can't.
1: credit where credit is due. That is very true.
0: And um, so another thing is there's a Captain Planet Foundation. It was shut down due to the challenge and merger with uh, AOL. And then in 2007, uh, CPF acquired uh, the rights to like, the Captain Planet Foundation itself required the rights to the episodes and was able to get itself back going again.
1: Yeah. So the organizational
0: still... board has uh, Laura Turner, the daughter of Ted Turner, and Barbara Pyle herself.
1: They're still running strong to this day. That's yeah, pretty they're, still,
0: they're still going pretty good. Yeah. Um, in 1990, the Los Angeles Times... Which is weird. I find this a very weird note. Okay. That the Los Angeles Times said it was not very original. Didn't have a lot of originality. There, uh, or there wasn't a lot of, but they said there was a lot of passion behind the series. What I don't understand, what else was like Captain Planet before Captain Planet?
1: I Other than the fact
0: that he's a superhero- What is like Captain Planet?
1: Maybe that's like in their mind, that's what they were talking about. It's just the fact that it's just a hero that beat up up, uh, the villain of the week. Yeah. Nothing special about that. But it is kind of one of those things when you look at it. I guess for us, when we got the the history, we know what the the purpose of it was. It is like there was no other show like this.
0: No. And it's but, just like also, also it was criticized for being extremely leftist. Which, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so it, do, it was, it was, yeah, it's not, it's not no. a fact. It's not like neither here nor there. Uh, I mean, I don't want to like cause any beef with any of our maybe more right leaning listeners, but it has been proven that you guys, like the right doesn't really care too much about the environment so to speak but that's neither i had
1: i had one guy tell me something and he he basically just hit me with you know throughout history so if you if you believe in like you know the earth is millions of years old there's been ice ages there's been these all these other big climate change events This is just one of those. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to lie. When he hit me with that, I was just like, all right. Nope. I get it. It's
0: hard to say. And I know that your finance degree and my IET degree don't really translate into us knowing about climate change. And we're not. It's like it's not something that I feel like this cartoon podcast is really equipped enough to discuss.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe climate change is the wrong word to call it because to maybe me, you call it you call it climate change. Then those people who think about like, well, we've had ice ages, yeah. and then from that ice age, it got hot enough, like so hot to melt all this ice.
0: I think we fucked up That's, when they originally yep. called it global warming, because it's not just global Maybe. warming. Maybe. So.
1: But here, here's my question to you, Andrew, oh, yeah. because you watched this show as a kid. I so did. did I. I. loved it. Yeah. But did you actually, like, I, I feel like it did kind of, like, teach me, like, okay, pollution is bad. Yeah. But did you ever actually pick up on anything? what you were supposed to be doing to help fight pollution or was it just so, that you knew pollution was bad
0: well no they had those um those things at the end um i can't remember what they were actually called but they had it was like the gi joe knowing is half the battle thing but it was different ways that you could recycle and help your community in different ways. And I do remember that. And I do know. That I. I person, I don't know if I equate this to Captain Planet or not. But I do. I am very conscious of my trash. When I am out. Yeah. I don't know if that's Captain Planet. I don't know if that's just common courtesy. But I also know. That when I see somebody littering. I get pissed off. Like. I get pissed off pretty bad,
1: I think what Captain Planet did for the majority of people our age is just teach us not too little, yeah, that's and I, that's
0: kind of a that's kind of a pretty good I'm sure that there's a there's a few people who equate Captain Planet to really i don't want to say opening their eyes, but maybe they they'll maybe they saw Captain Planet and learned more. Yeah. And they became environmental activists themselves. I
1: Probably. I'm sure. You, you think about how many people this show reached, the probability yeah. of that happening, it's not unlikely. So I'm sure it did happen.
0: It also had video games. Um, yeah. They weren't really that good. There was one that came out for the Nintendo are the Nintendo Entertainment System. There's another one that came out for the Sega Mega Drives. Captain Planet appears as a playable character in the fighting game Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion for the Nintendo 3DS, Wii, PS3, and Xbox 360. He mm. also had a run in Marvel comic books uh, through yeah. October 1991 to October 1992. And his latest, um, his last Animated appearance was in a crossover with OKKO OK in two thousand seventeen where both David Corbin and Lavar Burton reprised their respective roles and um that's it. The episode is called The Power Is Yours. It aired on October 9th, uh, 2017. And that that was basically it.
1: There there have been People have tried making, like, live-action stuff.
0: I was going to get to that.
1: Okay, what were you... What was you going to say about it?
0: I fucking lost it. Shit.
1: Because <laughs> I... So, I read... I read a thing. Okay,
0: yeah. Multiple attempts... Yep. ...have been made to make a... As early as 1996... Okay. There have been attempts That's to make crazy. a live-action captain planet movie boxer and Pyle wrote a film adaptation in captain planet originally titled captain uh, five years later michael reeves revived the concept as a dark planet or planet the storyline was darker than the series set in a po- post-apocalyptic time period very appropriate for the 90s However, the script was lost when Turner and Warner Brothers merged in 1996. The film reached the design stage before it was abandoned. Other attempts for the film were made in 2007, 2011, and 2013, but none of them have come to any kind of fruition in October 2016. This series has a lot of stuff in October. I don't know if you've yeah, picked it's up on strange. that. Uh, yeah. Paramount, Paramount Pictures and Leonardo DiCaprio were attempting to make a new movie and in negotiations with Joe Matt and Glenn Powell to write the script. Uh, as of now, we have heard nothing about the film's adaptation. Um, Powell claims that hurdles with the uh, Warner Brothers Discovery merger. Uh need to be cleared before they go anywhere forward with the writing process gotcha. so I don't know. it seems like murders really fuck up the Captain Planet movie, oh yeah, now there is however, Joel, and you know this because we talked about it, there is a oh, yeah. live action adaptation of Captain Planet. Yep. A funny or die skit starring Don Cheadle. In fact, it's a series. There's like four or five.
1: Maybe we'll talk about it and maybe we Who will knows? in a
0: bonus episode. But before we do, you have to subscribe to our Patreon. But more importantly, I feel like it's time to go to your new recurring segment Reviews That Save the Planet and reviews that suffer from DF4 Station.
1: Wow. So, Andrew, I'm I'm not going to read a full one out of ten. Okay. I'm going to just read, you know, probably a, a... Can I
0: can I guess what a, um, a one out of ten sounds like?
1: Yeah, yeah. D- g- give me a guess. I'll <clears throat> tell you what. You give me your best one out of ten, and I'll tell you if it's kind of right on pole with all the rest of them.
0: This goddamn show and its woke liberal agenda telling us that the planet's dying and that, that we gotta recycle and hold hands and get along with minorities. Also, we can just summon this silver guy. Whatever happened to Captain America? A real fucking hero. That's who I'm talking about, not some sissy who wears spandex and flies around and uh can't even have uh, handle a little mud uh you're, one out of ten.
1: You're you are you you kind of on pole. I would say <laughs> think of put yourself in two thousand and five. Okay. So you gotta take out like woke, you know, like so the, the vocabulary like you you was right on point with the okay. message but the vocabulary was just modern day
0: so i should have versus- used the n word
1: <laughs> no so so i didn't i didn't see anybody talking about like cuz that was a big thing that they wanted to drive home about captain planet was that kind of that unity that you know It wasn't just one person's job. They come together to form Captain Planet. I don't see anybody discrediting that. It's more just like one person talks about like, you know, this show is nothing but a bunch of hippie BS.
0: Oh, yeah. They would have used the word hippie. Yeah,
1: that's old school woke, basically. But no, you're not too far off on that. And then, you know, the 10 out of 10s, because... All of these are pretty lengthy, Andrew.
0: Uh, Ah, this is my childhood. Yeah. I'm the person I am today. Bingo. I wouldn't have even considered recycling if it weren't for Captain Planet.
1: There you go. It's a great educational tool, all of that stuff.
0: I mean, they think every child should watch Captain Planet, which is kind of lame because it's very hard to get a hold of. You it, have to pay for each individual episode or by the season.
1: I I honestly, even
0: though it's owned by Paramount and I have Paramount Plus, I like you still have to go out of your way to buy it.
1: They don't want to educate people about the planet anymore, Andrew.
0: Not for free. Look, Fuck that. You, we had our chance.
1: Look, I'll go and tell you. You, you want to see Captain Planet. You want to see what it's about. You want to get the full impact. Just watch the, the Funny or Die one. I feel like they did a pretty good job. Yeah, the one job. about
0: Don Cheadle. Yeah,
1: that it is it's good thing. enough.
0: <laughs> well, Joel, I believe that wraps up our covering of Captain Planet and the Planeteers. You, you got any closing thoughts? Um,
1: I mean, it, it's a... a a cartoon that i think everybody's probably watched or you know most people around our age watched growing up yeah for sure um don't I don't pay to watch it you can see no. clips of it i don't you, think it's you worth can, watching you can it
0: you can watch it for free Yeah. I, there are ways yeah i hate to say watch it for free because i guess you would take money away from the captain Planet Foundation. No, but no, also you can donate. Time.
1: If you want to just oh, okay. you can donate to the Foundation directly. I'm pretty ah, sure if okay. you bought the the series now it's probably just going to go to Paramount where they're not going to do anything. Yeah,
0: that's probably true. The, so pirate it and then donate to the uh, Captain Planet
1: There you fund. go. Even better. There we go. Is that your closing <laughs> remarks? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: my closing thoughts. Pirate it and then download to the Captain Planet fun because they they do good work yeah. from what I saw. Yep. So I believe that wraps it all up. If you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cartoon DD. There we have a $5 tier gets you access to our discord pins, stickers sent right to your door. Bonus episodes, episodes with extended audio. We have a website, CartoonDumpsterDive.com. That's the best place to send your request. Go straight to my email, and I check my email every day. Uh, we have a X handle, CartoonDD. We have a Facebook, Threads, Instagram, TikTok, all Cartoon Dumpster Dive. If you'd like to send us an email, you can send it to DumpsterDive at gmail.com. And as finally... I'm going to try to do this. All right. We're a cartoon dumpster dive. We're a podcast, too. Giving us a five-star review is the thing to do. So we can keep doing this every day. Here's what Captain Planet has to say. We're available on all podcasting platforms, so a five-star review would make the power ours. Have a great rest of your week. See you. That was my Captain Planet freestyle.
1: Nice. (laughs) This has been a Lughole Podcast.